This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Welcome to BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM, Aaron Hawksworth. And I think Joe Ostrowski will be with us. There he is. I don't know if we can hear him, but um, I'll be holding it down in case uh, we don't. Uh, John Daigle, four for four in Betsperts, will join us at 1020. Our guy, Chris Mack, one of our teammates here on the BetQL Network, he is also on the Fan Morning Show in Pittsburgh. He's going to weigh in with some of his perspective um, at 1040 a.m., so I'm looking forward to that. But, Joe, we have to start with a bet we were both on. I'm super excited about this. TCU comes back to win outright. Not only did they cover as underdogs, but they beat Baylor 88-87 the final. So congrats to everyone on the show and our listeners who tailed. I mean, I was thinking about, are we going to see these Horned Frogs win two national titles or am I just overreacting here this morning? I mean, slow down, slow down just a little bit. I mean, I've made my share of dumb. God, now that I think about it. Yeah, I have bet TCU to win the championship in basketball before, like at a crazy number a few years ago. But um, yeah, as soon as we went three for three on the show, I said, that's an auto loser. You can forget about that one. But I was, I was happy to see it come through. Uh, the, the dogs performed well for us last night. Uh, I had uh, Mizzou against Arkansas. They were leading for much of that game. Every time I checked in, they were up. Uh, but then Arkansas, and another situation where you come back, but uh, not enough to cover the spread. So Arkansas wins, but Missouri ends up uh, covering. So college basketball treated us well last night. I know. It's amazing. I was uh, quite proud because we've obviously been dialed in on NFL. We've been jumping into uh, college basketball lately here on the show and quite a successful night. So hopefully that will continue. We'll get to the rest of college hoops later in this segment. Mm -hmm. But first, we've got to take a look at the NFL and some positive news when it comes to DeMar Hamlin. His dad actually addressed the Bills team yesterday um, on Zoom and, you know, told everyone on the team that DeMar is making progress. So Hamlin does remain in critical condition after suffering cardiac arrest during Monday night's game against the Bengals. Um, according to Hamlin's marketing rep, Jordan Rooney, who we seem to be getting a lot of um, official updates from, he's his friend, his marketing rep. Um, he does say that He's been they, the doctors have been looking for positive signs from Hamlin, and they saw what they were looking for yesterday, which is a very positive sign. But also, he does remain in critical condition, and there is a long way to go. I know for me, I felt like this the positive news, even if it's small, makes it a little easier to swallow the fact that we are going to see games being played this weekend. Um, it's 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 uplifting, and I know there's still a very very long road to go. 
But, you know, if they're not going to hit the pause button, which obviously they're not, this is a big business, I, I guess it makes it a little bit easier, even though it's still a very tough situation. No, they're not hitting the pause button. And uh, we're not hearing from the leader of the of the NFL. And I, I don't know if Goodell comes out and speaks, is it insensitive? Is it insensitive if you, if you officially announce? Because all signs are pointing, like everybody is saying, like they're not going to play the game. They're not going to play the game that was postponed. Like, and I don't know if they're waiting for the reaction, if they think they should not come out and say that because it it just happened a few nights ago and people would react negatively to that. I, I'm not sure why they're not doing it. Like I suggested the other day, maybe they're waiting for the results to see if they can get through and get the buy decided um, without playing that game. And then they'll make the announcement. I don't know. It seems like everybody's just waiting on it. If you saw Joe Burrow speak yesterday, like, yeah, it's everybody's just waiting on it. I don't think anybody expects at this point that they're going to play that game in any way. Like, there have been all sorts of scenarios thrown out there. Uh, but also with Hamlin, I'm I'm hesitant to go too far. I'm happy that everything that we've heard is positive stuff, but he's still in intensive care. It's, yeah. It's once once he gets out of there, then I'd be more willing to be like, okay. But also a, a part of me is, and I know this has been thrown out there a lot this week about, well, wh- how the NFL treats week 18 will be how Hamlin does. Should that be the case? I'm I'm not sure. And I'm not saying if we got any bad news that they shouldn't shut down. What I'm saying is I hate it when, I, I don't like it when leagues react certain ways based on the result. I mean, we all saw what happened. It all still happened. Now, if he's, you know, lucky enough, grace of God, great uh, health care and all that, uh, the great people that, that saved his life, literally, they're a- able to uh, get out of the woods with that. Should that change how the NFL responds to stuff? I don't know that it should. Like, we shouldn't base it on the results. Um, but obviously, 100% of people believe hope that he comes out of this, and we've only gotten positive news, which is – a good sign. It, it, and it's all the reporters that were there did, they did uh, mention how it seemed like the mood overall at the hospital did change yesterday. And when you're getting that from the doctors, that's, that's a really good sign, but it seems like the NFL is just forging ahead, forging ahead. And maybe we're not getting some sort of an announcement because they feel it would be insensitive. Yeah. Um, it wouldn't surprise me if they, they move on, play these games Saturday, play these games Sunday, and we get no official word on that Buffalo Cincinnati game until like Sunday night after a full day of NFL action, full two days of NFL action. And then we get, okay, this is what we're doing. This is what the plan is for super wildcard weekend. And just kind of pass over the fact that that game's not going to be played. Do you think there's a chance? Like, do you have a gut feeling that game will be made up? You know, with so many, I don't think so. You think it's totally done. What do you think? Okay. I, I I don't know. I don't. I yeah. when would they do it as like a week nineteen? You could do that. Uh there have been scenarios thrown out over the last couple of days about starting the NFC playoffs a week earlier. And then there there's no like we talked about with Ben Brown a lot yesterday. We've talked about it on the show. Like there's no right answer. Like, yeah. They're gonna come under criticism and somebody's gonna be upset and a certain fan base is going to be like, we got, we got hosts in this deal. But I mean, it's just, there's no right answer. This is unprecedented. And I, 
I don't think the league is going to push the entire playoffs back a week. Now, now maybe that's an idea about, okay, you can start the NFC wild card and then you, you meet TV deals. Like there's just so many moving parts with this. I, there's no right answer. What I think is going to happen is we're not going to lose the bye week in the Super Bowl. They're going to move on with wild card weekend next week. And as long as the Chiefs win, they're going to be the beneficiary here and they're going to get the bye in the AFC. And the Bills and Bengals, they're both in the playoffs anyways. And I think that's what they're going to come up with in the end. Like, yes, it stinks you didn't have your chance at a true bye because there was that path for Cincinnati. There was that path for, of course, Buffalo with two wins. But um, I'm sorry, but this is this is how it all went down. And, and we're going to start on time. I, I have no idea what we're going to see from the Bills this weekend. And you can tell me any... Any kind of a story. You could tell me that they're gonna they're gonna come together and, and win it for Hamlin, and they're gonna look great. They're gonna be on fire. You could tell me that their mind is elsewhere for obvious reasons, and nobody would blame them for that. And they they don't even look show up. You know what I mean? Like they're just yeah. checked out completely. And I would understand that, and everybody would. So there's. We say moving parts, but I don't think there really are. We're just waiting on the official announcement. Week 18 is happening as scheduled. Yeah. Um, they finally moved that, announced the time for that Baltimore game, Baltimore-Cincinnati game. I w- uh, yeah, I wanted yeah, to so. get to that because we finally know, you know the time for that. It will be played at 1 p.m. Eastern, Ravens-Bengals. And obviously, you know, the Bengals team, we heard Joe Burrow talk about just how that team, what they've been going through. So that's another you know, kind of X factor when you look at your handicapping, yeah. you know, how are they going to feel? Um, another thing that I thought was interesting was Zach Taylor um, also spoke about how much he mm-hmm. respected Sean McDermott. And he talked about what that conversation was that they had that we kept seeing on the field. And he just said, listen, we can't play this game. I have to go to the hospital to be with Hamlin. And we talked about it, you know, Tuesday, but it, it just gives you so much respect for both of those head coaches um, in that situation. I, I had a tough time yesterday figuring out what to believe, you know? I just, like when Vincent was talking, I didn't know what to believe there. Uh, even when Zach Taylor said a few things, I'm like, yeah, I understand you're a football coach and you've got to move on to the next thing. But like the the... I don't know. It was like basically they're on to Baltimore. You know what I mean? And I understand why coaches do that, why they have to do that. Yeah. But I, it's, it's kind of also, like how they're wired too. Like maybe that is kind of how how they just cope because, you know, it, it's a very difficult thing to deal with, especially being right there and, you know, what they mm-hmm. witness too. It's got to be hard to turn the page, but maybe that's kind of, you know, their outlet. The other interesting thing when you're handicapping this game is the fact that Lamar Jackson did not practice. Hmm. Huntley limited. Uh, this is, I'm getting the sense we're not going to see Lamar again, especially since he doesn't have that contract, right? I mean, why would he put himself out there to risk injury? Dobbins didn't practice. Stanley didn't practice. I try not to go too far on the Wednesday practice report because all season long with a number of these teams, even if you're any sort of a veteran, you're not going to practice. And that was the case with a lot of Niners yesterday, a number of Eagles, which has been the case all season with them. 
So today will be even more telling on that injury report. But I think you're right, Aaron. I don't think Lamar's playing in the regular season here. They, they're going to be in. It's just a matter of okay. So also with that Cincinnati game, if you are you do you have to announce that you're not going to play the game before Baltimore Cincinnati starts? Because if you're announcing that game is not happening, Cincinnati wins the division. Cincinnati can't get the bot. Now they could get the two. There's that possibility. But yeah. in fairness to Cincinnati, don't you need to tell them what they're playing for exactly? What you know what I mean? Maybe they have behind the scenes and it's not out there yet. But man, that's tough. I don't know how the NFL plays all of these games on Sunday without alerting these teams. You are or we are not playing playing that Baltimore. The, I'm sorry, the Buffalo Cincinnati game. I mean, I guess you just treat it as if they are, right? I, I don't I don't know. It's that's a tough one. I, I don't know. We've never seen anything like this. You know, Ravens seven point underdogs um at the Bengals. And of course, as we mentioned, it I mean, even though Lamar did not practice, obviously he hasn't officially been ruled out, but it doesn't I don't have a strong feeling that he is going to play. I would be surprised. At this point. Yeah. But in the playoffs? Yes. He kind of has to and, for a new deal, right? Whether it's with this team or another. I mean, that's kind of been the knock on Lamar too, is like get something done in the playoffs. So he has a lot to prove. I think he needs to rest up, get healthy. He's experienced enough where he can't afford to take a little time off. And I doubt that he'll be looking, you know, super rusty. Um, but yeah, I think he definitely has to play in the playoffs. What's up, Paul? What's Lamar's worst-case scenario, right? His floor is getting franchised again, right? And so he can – but he can make his case again for, hey, give me that Deshaun Watson guaranteed money, uh, you know, give me that contract. Like, that's what I want. That's been the problem this whole time. If he goes on a playoff run, I mean, so it's all – like, there's no reason for him to play. If we're, if we're playing the contract angle, there's no reason for him to play – the regular season they're into the playoffs and now he has a chance i think if he comes back for the playoffs which i would think he would to make some money otherwise the ravens are just kind of a dead team in the playoffs here here's their here's his worst case scenario baltimore wins and then without if him? he misses a, yes baltimore wins without him against cincinnati as a seven point underdog huntley comes in lifts the team they go on and win and they win a playoff game without Lamar. That's the best. That's the worst case scenario for Lamar. Yeah, if I'm Lamar, I'm betting against that. Fine, but I'm. You asked what's the worst case scenario. I mean, isn't he doing that in a sense? I don't know how serious this injury is. Yeah, I just don't see the upside as much for him to play this week. Like, I would, I take my chance. What are you gonna not franchise me in the off season? Fine, then I will get paid by someone else. Like, I, I don't mm-hmm. mind how he's playing it. Yeah. All right. Up next, you're listening to BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM, the college football national title game on Monday. TCU 12 and a half point underdogs versus Georgia. We'll take an early look next. <laughs> 